Hello, hello. How are you doing today? This is David Robert for the Adult Fitness Podcast, and we're going to be talking about how we can implement meal prepping into our lives, into our daily lives, so we can save time as well as money, making sure that we're putting the right type of nutrients into our body, that we know uh, the amount of calories, um, the amount of servings, and just the nutritional value and also the ingredients. So as any of you have looked on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, any of those sort of uh, social media sites, you'll see people who are like what I like to call fit inspirational or fit famous or internet famous or whatever the case may be but they might be somebody who has a great workout program they look really good you know they might have shredded abs things of that nature and what they'll do is they'll post their um, methodology on their pages or on their platform and sometimes You have people who do so and they're not really that well versed in diet, nutrition, kinesiology, things of that nature. They just do what works for them. But one in particular that I've been looking at over the last, oh man, I'd probably have to say about, what, since like 2015, is uh, a gentleman by the name of Brian Shaw. He's won the world's strongest man four times, I believe, and other power lifters. Um, within that space and if you if you follow them you'll notice that there's a common thread um, even among bodybuilders like your um, someone who I think is quite an inspiration like a Dana Lynn Bailey or any one of um, the folks that if you just Google them or YouTube YouTube them you'll find them is that they're constantly um, putting before their training uh, their diets and one of the things that they've done to bring success to their their endeavor is meal prepping and uh, when I first started looking into it, I found it kind of, you know, a little bit interesting because some of my bodybuilder friends would every two and a half hours have to eat, um, always stating they never want the tank to be empty, always to keep it running. But I started looking into it and I started realizing for a lot of people who lead very busy lives, um, if you're a parent, if you are, you know, an active um, business person, if you're a student, whatever the case might be, if you're able to plan your meals, prep them beforehand, make sure that you've got, um, you know, your little Tupperware and, um, and your little side packages ready to go, um, it can save you a lot of things that we're going to talk about today. Um, a couple of them being time, money, and just the weariness of worry, not, and not having to worry about what you're eating or what you're Um, what you're putting into your system. So for the first thing, obviously, is time, right? That's the one thing that we don't get more of. It is a finite resource. We're not going to, we can't put 25 hours in the day, right? There's only 24. And in doing so, we want to make sure that we are taking the time that we we want to to spend with our loved ones or to do the things we really care about and some of the mundane tasks such as you know cooking and prepping we can actually offset that by doing it beforehand so so let's say for example you've got your weekday your work week is Monday to Friday all right cool and um, you've got Saturday and Sunday to say to do all your prep and how it can save you time is in the mornings let's say if you're rushed you already know okay I've got my breakfast, my lunch, my supper already in the fridge to go. As soon as I'm ready, get out of the house, boom, grab my, uh, grab my breakfast. I already know what's in there. And if you want to get really technical about it, there are, I mean, you could look online and find the actual calorie 
um, breakdown of various cups of, of, of rice, of beans, of peas, of whatever else, and you can measure that into your, um, into your Tupperware um, containers or whatever. And so not only is it a great time saver by having you just grab what you need to go, but you also have access to knowing, okay, I actually know the amount of calories, the percentage of protein to carbs to fat, um, to even sugar to salt that I'm putting into my system, rather than having to guess it by stopping at a, you know, like a Tim Hortons, like a lot of people do, or a McDonald's, where you're just getting, you know, kind of what they've already served for you and putting that into your system. Another thing that meal prepping can, can help you do is... Um, not only you're saving time, but you're saving money. Now, let's be honest, one of the biggest um, costs to living in a metropolitan area, working a nine to five, is that you are spending a lot of money on food. If you have a family of, you know, average of two and a half to, to three people in the household, you could easily spend upwards to $1,000 a month. And that's just on basic groceries. That's not even counting eating out or, you know, the stops you'll make to, um, you know, that little stop that you, you take when, on your way home from work or whatever. So if you're able to prep your meals beforehand, what I've found is that if I cook, let's say, a big bowl of rice, big pot of rice, sorry, I've got my peas over here, I've got my, my, my uh, lentils or whatever the case is, my green beans or what have you, by the time you measure everything out, Right? And by the time you've placed everything kind of in a, in a container, the breakdown cost of what, you're, of what you're spending per meal is ridiculous. I mean, I could buy a, like a two kilogram bag of jasmine rice. I can get some, my dry beans ingredients from, um, from, say, the bulk barn or whatever. Um, my, my protein, I uh, can get my, my, my carbs ready. And by the time you're done, you're looking at, on average, maybe to two to five bucks a meal, right? I mean, and that, in conjunction with what you're spending when you go out to a McDonald's or to a Tim Hortons or to a Burger King or to a Pizza Hut, is ridiculously cheap. I mean, I, I can't tell you how how many times in the past I've had to stop at a McDonald's and I felt just horrible afterwards. You're driving away, you've you know, you do the guilt-eating thing where you, before you go home, you throw the wrapper um, into the garage garbage can because you don't want it to enter into the house because then that'll admit that you've um, committed this this sort of, almost this dirty thing, you know, this this thing where you snuck around and you, you know, you, you gobbled the food in secret and then you just threw away the wrapper and, but you're feeling it later when you get, what do they call it, the, the McTummy or the, or the McGurgles as it were. So when you're eating better, you spend less, right? You're saving time. Not only that, you're reducing waste. You're, by planning your meals, you'll save money in the long run. You'll save your time, but you're also reducing that waste. You're not having as many wrappers and as many, um, as many like containers and stuff that you're going to throw away. But also, you're able to achieve those fitness goals. And what I mean by that is, whether you want to lose weight or gain muscle and strength. Meal planning is essential to your success because what you're doing is you're actually able to plan out, okay, if I'm on a weight, lift, weight loss sort of plan and I'm taking, let's say, I'm bringing in a certain amount of calories, I need to know how many calories I'm bringing in. I just can't wing it, you know? So if I know, okay, for this day I'm bringing in 
2,500, 3,000 calories. Okay, then I know if I'm meal planning in this area, then a lot of times that lends itself to you'll, you'll you might have like a calorie tracker on your on your phone or on your person to say, okay, how many calories am I burning? Because you want to uh, maintain that thing of calories in versus calories out. So the many benefits of meal prepping is that, I mean, it, it, it's, it's total control. When you're cooking your own meals or planning what to eat in advance, you get to be in better control in what you're, what you're eating, right? It's a time saver, it's a money saver, removes temptation. But I think the most important thing that I've found over the last little bit is that it removes stress. I mean, you've got how many decisions to make in a day? I mean, what time to get up? What route to take to work or to school? Um, what are you going to wear that day? Should you stop to get gas on the way to work? It's just one more thing that you don't have to think about. It's it's on automation. You've you've done the work before, and I mean half half of the stress is also the prep, um, which which is one of the things I I, um, I love about doing the meal prepping because you know you take your Saturday or Sunday you have your ingredients all lined out there and me being a little bit um, type A personality with um, having everything in its rightful place you know have everything lined up but it's, it's kind of you can kind of make you know have a little have a little fun with it you know on on your Sunday night or whatever or your, or your Saturday you get all your Tupperware ready to go and you've got all your stuff portioned out and you, you cook it you prep it and you're, you're just taking away that that one more nagging kind of um, thing in the back of your head that you've got to do again you know it's like no I can you know put this on a little bit of a, of a pre you know rollout as it were if you will and and then when the time comes um, from Monday to you know whatever um, you can have it right there now a little caveat here you don't want to and this is a mistake i've made my wife has pointed out to me on numerous occasions on my mistakes of meal prepping you want to make sure that you want to keep things fresh you want to keep things well literally as well as figuratively but you also want to make sure that you're not eating the same thing every day so a good example or a good rule of thumb that i've gone by is that what i'll do i will meal prep let's say breakfast lunch and supper for two to three days all right so let's say my supper is going to contain let's say brown rice peas carrots onion celery you know maybe throw in some lentils some chickpeas whatever the case is the lunch let's say is like a big salad right so you've got all your big greens in there you've got your radishes your beets um, you know, you've got your chia seeds, all that kind of stuff. And let's say your breakfast, you know, is either some oatmeal or whatever the case have you, or what, what, whatever um, kind of floats your boat to get you going early in the morning. And then you have that ready for like a Monday and a Tuesday, right? Because if you have it straight through the week from Monday to Saturday, what you're looking at is intaking the same food six days out of the week. Now, not to say that's a bad thing if, if you like that and that works for you and fine but if you can you know switch it up a little bit let's say starting from even if you if you do all the food prep on the Saturday or the Sunday okay cool from Monday to Wednesday you've got you know kind of the same thing or maybe Monday Tuesday uh, maybe Wednesday and Thursday uh, you switch it up to something different and let's say Friday is like your your wild and crazy day where you've got something 
that's uh, you know a little bit out there. Maybe it's some um, Indian food, or uh, maybe it's something like um, some uh, Jamaican cooking, or or Italian, or whatever the case is. And it's still pertaining to you know whatever the guidelines you're you're trying to look at as far as nutrition wise. But when doing meal prep, that's one of the things I found that you want to avoid having a problem with, and and also make sure that you've got quality. Um, Tupperware and containers. Uh, you know what? I know it's 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 tempting to do the whole stuff at the uh, the dollar store, but spring for the glad. Okay, don't be cheap. All right, get the good stuff. Um, it'll last you longer, and then also know when to throw out the stuff you have. So if you've got um, stuff that's starting to yellow a little bit, starting to get a little bit wonky, you know, too many trips to the dishwasher kind of thing. I mean, a rule of thumb for me is I will usually keep. Tupperware or my food um, prepping containers for you know roughly a good three to four month span. I think they're really good for that. Um, you want to keep them out of the freezer if you can. Um, that tends, I find, to cause them to deteriorate a little bit quicker. Um, I try to keep mine out of the microwave as well. I'll usually bring like a glass or a ceramic kind of uh, thing with me if I'm going into work. And that way I can warm it up in the you know, on the plate, as it were. So I'm saving my, my plastic. Plus, I got this weird thing about putting plastic in the microwave. It's just, you know, some of my parents taught me, like, you know, it was either going to melt or mutate or, or whatever the case was or change the you know, composition of the food. I don't know. I, it's kind of weird. Um, I grew up with a Catholic Caribbean mother, so I, I always felt bad regardless of what I was doing. But anyhow... Um, so yeah, that, those are some of the, uh, the fun as well as interesting ways you can use meal prep to not only help your fitness goals, but to kind of take away any stress you might have over, you know, over, over just food in general or just um, bring it with you to work. Or, and I mean, plus, even, even, and you can even do this uh, not just for yourself, but also for your family as well. I mean, if you're able to get, you know, a couple of casseroles or a couple of lasagnas made, on a, on a Saturday and a, a Saturday and Sunday, you know, when you're coming home from work or school and everyone's kind of busy, it's nice to have that time to actually just kind of, okay, let's throw it in the, throw it in the oven, um, let it cook for a little bit, let it heat up, warm up. I find also another thing that really helps with meal prepping is if you kind of pre-cook the food a little bit. So if you've got like a meat or a fish dish or like chicken or something you kind of pre-braise it as it were or you know kind of um, you could even I find boiling um, a chicken I find if I've got chicken any any sort of um, poultry what I'll do is I'll maybe boil it in, in one of the big stock pots we got here for you know just to just to kind of dethaw it a little bit and and get it ready so that and, and season it up a little bit so when now I'm ready to, to cook it it's already kind of pre pre cooked in a way, so I'm not just starting from scratch because it's. I mean, when you come home from work and you've got to defrost a chicken, I mean that that meal's not going to be ready for at least a good while, and that's precious time you could spend with your family or your friends or just de-stressing about the day, you know. So um, yeah, meal prepping, man, it's it's fun. It's um, it's one of those things people say, you know, um, your abs are made in the kitchen, but um, it's a great way to kind of bring your your 
fitness full circle, as it were, right? You're making it a holistic approach where it's not just in the gym, but you're also working at um, what you put into your body, how much of it you put in, and you're really taking that control back, right? You, um, there's nothing worse than trying to blame, you know, um, your lack of preparation on your failing goals. I think, what is, what is that famous saying that people say, if you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail, or something witty like that, I may have butchered it or got it right on but anyways just want to thank you for your time today um thank you for listening to this little episode here and um yeah in the future we're gonna have a little bit more coming so uh so stay tuned anyways thank you very much and um stay fit and have fun out there